My dear respected elders, brothers, dear listeners, we are, alhamdulillah, on the fourth week discussing Surah Yasin. We come to this ayah where we discussed last week that the people, Qiyamah will come, ala akhbatil khalq, upon the worst of people at the time. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about these people, bakhtatan, it will come upon them suddenly. Qiyamah will not be announced. No one will know when Qiyamah will come. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Like how you just, subhanallah, for a moment blink your eye, that's how sudden Qiyamah will come in a moment, in a split second. Right? They won't even know it is coming. As how the hadith suggests that there will be people selling their cotton, their yard, their material, and they will be squealing they will be arguing on the price of the item someone will say i bought two meters someone will say one meter they will be squealing on how long is the material qiyamah will happen so suddenly that they will expire in the second that they won't even realize they, they won't even realize what they were doing at that time allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says they cannot even go home and meet their family after that they cannot even go for the afternoon tea. They cannot even go for the afternoon, you know, lunch. It's, it's over. It's over. So subhanallah, in another hadith it mentioned a man will be in his pool and he will be uh, repairing it. And suddenly, Qiyamah will come, he will fall into that pool and it will be over. Now when people are all done with the siren will be blown. The sur will be blown. Comes in a hadith that Nabi Karim said that Israfil was given the, the sur. And he was told to take in a breath. And he pulled in his breath. And since the day Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created him, he has one ear under the arsh of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala awaiting Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's order to blow in the horn. Now I know and you know that if we take in a deep breath, the normal human being, less than a minute we can actually hold our breath. And if you ever, alhamdulillah, practice like those spear divers or oyster collectors, they free, free, free divers, then they go to two minutes, three minutes, the max is five minutes. So subhanallah, this is a human being. He needs to breathe and get rid of the carbon dioxide that's in his lungs. Now you can imagine Israfil on the magnanimity of his scale. And Allah creates him and he's under the arsh of Allah and his ears are right under Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's throne. And he's waiting for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to say, Unfuk, blow. Since then, thousands of years ago, Allah knows how long, probably millions. He's just waiting. And he has that same breath he took in from the very beginning up to now, Israfil is not blowing. You can imagine the urgency of him letting that, you know, that air out. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to say, Unfuk, you can imagine with what a blast. A volcano builds in a mountain. After several years, it cannot take it anymore. 
you can um, just fathom of with what velocity it, um, it explodes. So you can imagine Sayyidina Israfil alayhi salatu wasalam, that moment in time blowing. It will shatter everything. And it will bring an end to all life. Every person, every jinn, every animal, every living membrane, there will be nothing that will be living. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will wipe out everything. Sayyidina Israel alayhi salatu wasalam, Malikul Maut will come to Allah. He will say, Wallah, oh took everyone's ruh. Even Israfil who blown, he'll also die. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will say, And what about you? Everything needs to take step. He will ultimately have to take his own ruh. He was over the years, decades and centuries. He was going from place to place, taking other people's ruh. Finally, it comes that he has to take his own ruh. The ulama mentioned at that time, he will scream. That if his screaming was heard by humanity, his screaming alone was sufficient to kill everyone. There was no need for the horn. He will also die. And Allah Ta'ala will allow 40 years, 40 years to elapse. Allah will ask, Aina al-Muluk, where are the kings? Aina ibn al-Muluk, where are the princes? Aina al-Ladina ya'kuluna rizqi, where are those who ate my rizq? Wa ghayri, and then they go and make sajda to other things but me. No one will be able to answer because there will be nothing living. It will all be over. The shams The sun will lose its luster. Like how we started the universe before it was created. Everything will be reverted back. We'll smash everything into smithereens. We will make the skies like how you take a scroll and you wrap it up like this and you pick it up. Allah says, we'll take all the layers of the skies and all the layers of the earth and we will just roll it up like a scroll and we'll make it like how it all started in the first. Then after 40 years, Allah Ta'ala will resurrect Sayyidina Israfil alayhi salatu wasalam again. And it will be told to him, now you're going to blow for the second time. You'll be given the horn. Allah will restore the horn for him. And Allah Ta'ala will flatten the earth. And Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala will be to, to tell him to blow. And that's the ayat of Allah Ta'ala. It will be blown into the horn. They will come out of their graves. They all will move swiftly. Yansilun from the word nafala. To move with speed. You'll ask me that the kuffar, they know they're going to Allah. And they know that there's fire. They know there's jahannam. Jahannam will be brought to the world. 
وَجِيءَ يَوْمَئِذٍ بِجَهَنَّمِ Jahannam will be brought. It will be, subhanAllah, pulled by the malaika. It will be brought to the world. The world will be the mahshar. This entire world, Allah Ta'ala will flatten it. لَا عِوَجَ فِيهَا وَلَا أَمْتَى There will be no dent in it. A hole that anyone can hide. وَلَا أَمْتَى لَا عِوَجَ or no hill that someone can take cover as far as your eye can see everything will be flat the pinnacle will be the mahshar Arafat the Prophet said I will come out of Medina and all my sahaba will come with me and we will meet the people of Makkah halfway and we will go to the mahshar and if you can die in Medina then do so for who wakes up with me from Medina, I will be his intercessor. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam further talks about this. So Jahannam will be brought. Jahannam is daraka, dungeons. So it will go below the earth into huge dungeons going down. And Allah Ta'ala will reconstruct the heavens again. And Jannah will be upwards and we will be lifted. And that is why it will be said to the Hafiz al Quran, Iqra wa Ratil, read. As far as you can read, you will be uplifted. Your elevator will be your Quran. As far as you can recite the Quran and Kareem, it will take you. My beloved, subhanAllah, we will come. Your question is that the Kuffar will be scared for Jahannam. يَوْمٌ عَسِيرٌ عَلَى الْكَافِرِينَ غَيْرُ يَسِيرٌ Today is a day of difficulty. It's not a day of ease. يَوْمَنْ يَجْعَلُ الْوِلْدَانَ شِيبًا شِيبَنِ السَّمَاءُ مُنْفَطِرٌ بِهِ Allah says, they will wake up. Babies will come out of the graves. Instantly they will have white beards. Sayyidina Isa alayhi salatu wa salam one day was challenged by the people of his place that can you bring the dead to life? Isa said, yes, of course. There was a girl that just, subhanAllah, died. The janazah was going, the father was crying. He said, my daughter died. They said, here's a janazah. Isa came and he touched the janazah and he said, Qum bi-idhnillah. Oh Allah, grant life to this lady. The lady instantly got up from her beer, from her coffin, and everyone was startled. It comes in hadith, not only did she live, but she lived to get married to have children. Not, one is you just get someone up, they were half dying anyway, so you just get them up a little bit, they wink an eye and you put them back to sleep. No, 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 she got up, she had a normal life, she got married also, she had children also, and then she died again. So this is Isa salam. So what did they say to Isa? That's easy. Someone died yesterday. There's no miracle in it. She still has her flesh, her bone, her eyes, her hair. We want to see you bring up someone that died for more than a thousand years. Take me to the graveyard and I'll show you. The son of Nuh salam, Sam. He's there in the graveyard. So Sayyidina Nuh salam, had several sons. One son was still a youngster and he passed away. He was still, he was known. 
He was known for his youthfulness, his black hair. And he died probably a few hundred years, but in their age was very young. So they said, you bring him to life. Then we'll realize that you're a prophet of Allah. Bringing a lady that died in yesterday, maybe it's not... He doesn't have the kick of a miracle man. So he came to the grave of the son of Nuh and he said, Qum Stand with the permission of Allah. It is mentioned the earth opened and he came. An old, crunched man came out. And Sayyidina, Nuh, Sayyidina Isa made, dua, made, made salam with him and said, Are you the son of Nuh? He said, I'm the son of Nuh. He said, to my information that Jibreel gave me, you are a very, very young man. You have black hair. You look very old. He said, I am very young. When I heard the grave opening, the fright of the day of Qiyamah instantly turned me old. The fright of the day of Qiyamah, I'm going to stand in front of Allah now, made me in this condition. He said, no, there's no Qiyamah. I'm just performing a miracle. Do you have any wishes? He said, I just want to go back in my grave. But ask Allah Ta'ala to spare me. Ask Allah to spare me the pain of moth because the bitterness of it is still in my mouth. He died how many thousand years ago? The bitterness of moth is still in his mouth. He said, I don't want to die again. So the kuffar, the kuffar, Allah says they will come rushing to Allah. This is a great day. Why would they be rushing to Allah? So subhanAllah in another ayat Allah Ta'ala says, فَإِذَا هُمْ يَنْذُرُونَ They will get up and they will be looking around startled. What happened here? قَالُوا يَا وَيْلَنَا مَنْ بَعَثَنَا مِنْ مَرْقَدِنَا Woe unto us. Who got us up from our graves? Why? Because the adab of the grave will be great indeed. But the adab of Yawmul Qiyamah will be so much more intense, they will actually cry to go back into their graves. They will feel it's better to be in our graves because of the day of Qiyamah and the intensity that never ever in the past or never ever in the future will Allah get so angry like the day of Qiyamah. So angry that even the Anbiya will be scared from Allah. They will come to Ibrahim salam, go to speak to Allah. He said, nah, I spoke, you know, those three, not a lie, but khilafu al-awla, against, you know, the best of, I said that I'm sick when I was not actually physically ill. I said that Sarah is my sister, I meant she's my sister in Islam. And when they asked me who broke that idol, I said the big one. But it's not becoming of a Nabi even to speak like that. They will come to Nuh No, I asked Allah Ta'ala to forgive my son who was a kafir and Allah Ta'ala got angry with me. They will come to Adam I ate from the tree. They will come to Musa wasalam, I killed a Coptic soldier. They'll come to Isa salam. He'll say, is Allah not angry today because of the shirk they made? And they said, I'm his son. The only person they will come to is Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. He'll take up the courage. Then too, then too, he will not directly ask Allah for anything. He will go under the arsh of Allah. And that is the maqam Mahmud that we ask every day. 
Oh Allah, grant him al-maqam al-mahmud al-ladhi wa'attah. He will go and then he says, Ujriya ala lisani mahamidun ma ahmamhamidahu bihi ahadun qattu. That such beautiful praises will be run on my tongue. And I will praise Allah in such an amazing manner. For 40 years, no one before me or after me will ever be able to praise Allah like that. Then Allah's anger will calm down. Before that, no one will be able, Allah says in the Quran Karim, no one will be able to even talk to Allah. No one will be, Allah will be so angry, so angry with makhluqat. Me and you just see what is happening in Palestine now, how our blood boils. Allah is seeing this from He created Adam salam. How Kabil killed Habil. He saw what the people of Lut done. He saw what the people of Ad done. He was there looking at what Fir'aun done. And what Fir'aun done to the Bani Israel. Allah Ta'ala was there for every zulm. Allah knows every husband that is hitting his wife. Allah Ta'ala knows every entity that is making zulm on whoever. And he kept quiet and he looked at it and looked at it for thousands of years. And today is Yomul Hisab. Everyone is in front of him. In this world, we all have some ownership. Although it is metaphorical. This phone is mine. But if I die right now, there is no more mine. Uh, this, subhanallah, this clothes, this. But on the day of Qiyamah, we will all be naked. And Nabi Sallallahu said, you will all come without clothes. No circumcision. Your hair will just be dangling. Your nails will be long. You will have nothing on. Like Allah says, the first day we created you, that's how you will look. So you will have nothing. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. So then Allah says, when you have nothing, human beings, Maliki Yawmiddin. I am the true owner. Today, of, although in this world, Allah is also Malik. But because metaphorically, in a different sense, we also own certain things, it blurs the picture. On that day, Allah Ta'ala will make sure no one will have anything. So the true Malik will show itself. It will be blown. They will come out of their graves. In one ayah, Allah Ta'ala said, they will be like scattered butterflies. Why will the kuffar rush? I just asked you. They will not want to go. But it is mentioned in the hadith that the angels will have whips. And when they come out, they will whoop them. So they will rush. And the believers, the a'mal will be waiting for them like carriages. When you come out and you've done a lot of good actions, your Quran your a'mal will be like a horse or a type of a vehicle. Why you have to walk till that? Don't worry. VIP service. Uber is waiting for you. Jump on. You get a free ride to Qiyama. You will be escorted. Take it easy. Take it easy. Believer. Believer. Don't fear. I know there's fearful things happening here. But wa'abshiru bil jannah. Inshallah, jannah is yours. You just have to go through the process. You know, you come to an airport and it's very, very busy and there's thousands of people and you are late and you have baggage and then you have marhaba services. Don't worry. Just don't worry. Give me your, give me your passport. And they put you on the buggy and they whiz through all the lines and they take you straight to 
check-in counter and they give you your boarding pass in your hands and they say, Mr. So-and-so, you can board now. Subhanallah. This is what will happen to the believers. Allah says, قَالُوا يَا وَيْلَنَا مَنْ بَعَثَنَا مِنْ مَرْقَدِنَا Who took us out of our graves? هذا, now they'll realize, they'll say, هذا مَا وَعَدَ الرَّحْمَانِ Wow, this is what Allah is all the time promising us. Now it's true, see? We hear. هذا مَا وَعَدَ الرَّحْمَانِ وَصَدَقَ الْمُرْسَلُونَ And the Prophet spoke the truth. إِنْ كَانَتْ إِلَّا صَيْحَةً وَاحِدَةً You want to go from Melbourne to Dufton or Dandenong. You want to go to from Melbourne to Sydney. There's a process, there's an hour, there's waiting. Allah says the billions of people and the billions of jinn صَيْحَةً وَاحِدَةً فَإِذَا هُمْ مُحْتَرُونَ فَإِذَا هُمْ جَمِيعٌ لَدَيْنَا مُحْتَرُونَ One scream! And the billions of jinn and human beings will all be placed in rows in front of me. Right, I'm Allah and I'm going to speak to you now. You all, everyone will be in front of me. One script. Everyone in an instant will just be in front of me. No one will be wrong today. Today I'm not going to make zulam on anyone. فَالْيَوْمَ لَا تُظْلَمُ نَفْسٌ شَيْئًا وَلَا تُجْزَوْنَا You will not be given reward or retribution. إِلَّا مَا كُنْتُمْ تَعْمَلُونَ Except what you've done. Today is the movie of your actions. Your life is going to replay for you. Piece by piece. Minute by minute. Second by second. Thought by thought. Now Allah says, you know what will come to people of Jahannam? I just want to tell you about my Jannatis. The people of Jannah today, they will be in shughul, they will be occupied. The ulama mentions shughul here means two things. Shughul means that they will be so preoccupied with the delicacies and the amazing enjoyments that Allah Ta'ala created for them, that they won't even realize what is happening with Jahannam is. You know, it's a long flight, you're in the economy, your legs are busted, you need to go to the bathroom, there's someone on your left hand side, the trolley is inside, you can't get out. Your legs are paining. You're sitting upright. It's an 8, 9, 13 hour flight. You're in an uneasy mode. Every time you look at the clock, it just looks like 10 minutes gone. And the one is the one in business class and even better, first class, mashallah. The bed goes out. There's so much entertainment in front of you. At your call, anytime, the air hostess is bringing you any. MashaAllah, food or beverages you need. When you want to get out, you don't need to ask anyone. You get out, let alone a toilet. You even have the shower in the plane. The one that is sitting in business class or in first class, he's actually wishing that the, the flight mustn't come to an end. How come so quickly we reached Canada? I wish this could go on, you know. 
And that person in economy, every 10 minutes is making dua, this flight must come to an end. The people in, on the day of Qiyamah that are meant for Jannah, they will be sitting under the Arsh of Allah. And Allah Ta'ala will make that the earth itself will become bread for them. They will just pluck and they will have fresh naan and small plates. This is not Jannah itself. This is just Qiyamah waiting, but you can't be hungry. Bring some plates. And then some said, Kabidi noon, fish. The delicacy for Qiyamah, Jannatis will be fish. So if you don't like fish, you're going to have difficulty on the day of Qiyamah. The Shafi's will be very happy, mashallah. So, there will be the, the inner portion of the fish will be grilled and will be given to those under the arsh of Allah. Fresh bread will be there. And they will be sitting, reclining and looking. This is not Jannah yet. This is just Qiyamah. And then the perpetrators of Zulam will be brought and they will be chained and they will be brought. Falyawm, today, those who believed, those upon whose faces coffee was thrown because you're Muslim, those whose hijabs were pulled off because of your hijab, those who were made fun of, those who were trampled and silenced because of the iman, today will be sitting and they'll be watching all the perpetrators go chained up and pulled on their faces. Yad Hakun, they will be laughing at them. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَإِذَا مَرُّوا بِهِمْ يَتَغَامَزُونَ وَإِذَا انْقَلَبُوا إِلَىٰ أَهْلِهِمْ انْقَلَبُوا فَكِينَ وَمَا أُرْسِلُوا عَلَيْهِمْ حَافِظِينَ فَالْيَوْمَ الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا مِنَ الْكُفَّارِ يَضْحَكُونَ عَلَى الْأَرَائِكِ يَنْظُرُونَ هَلْ ثُوِّبَ الْكُفَّارُ مَا كَانُوا يَعْمَلُونَ Brothers, understand the Qur'an. These disbelievers made fun against you. They looked at you. They called you names. And when they go in front of you, it's still downplayed. When they went back to their mates and their families, when they went back to their clubs and their circles, they had a good laugh against you. They made fun against the Muslims. They took you as their entertainment. And worse over, they lashed out their punishments on you. Today, the believers will be sitting in their positions laughing at them as they are pulled headlong to the fire with chains. Is those who are ungrateful to me and disobedient, will they not pay the price of exactly what they done to others? So they will be taken. The believers will be sitting. Says Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Inna ashab al-jannah, the people of jannah, al-yawma today fi shughulin. So shughul here means they will be enjoying themselves. They will not even be able to, subhanallah, have a whiff of the difficulties of what those who are not the people of jannah will be going through. Shughul also means that 
A person in this world has a shughul. That means all the time as a believer, there's a mental stress on each one of you that we need to stay away from certain things and do certain things. As a believer, we can't in one day in our life live a carefree life. I can do whatever I want to. Fajr time, I need to make my Fajr salah. I need to read my Yasin today. I'm walking by, I can't feast my eyes on haram. Music haram, I can't listen to it. Alcohol, no, I can't drink it. Is this restaurant halal or not? Can I eat? I can't eat. There were so many things in the life of a believer that restricted him. That he had to think ten times before acting in this world, whatever he done. Someone angers you, but I'm a believer, I need to take it easy. So you were in a you were constantly in a shughul. You were constantly making salah. Ramadan came, you had to fast, you couldn't eat. Hajj came, you had to spend thousands of dollars to go to Makkah, Medina. You had to be in a specific ihram. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala put you through your entire life through a shughul, an occupation. So Allah says, now that shughul will be replaced with the shughul of faqihun, enjoyment. Your occupation, O oh believers, now is just to enjoy they and their spouses will be in utter shade they will be sitting and reclining and then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says salamun qawlan min rabbir rahim Allahu Akbar it is mentioned in a hadith. Listen to this hadith, my brothers. When I read it, I cried. When the people of Jannah will be entered into Jannah, they will be so mesmerized with the amazing gifts that Allah Ta'ala will give them. As it mentions in the hadith that Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said that the lowest person of Jannah, the lowest person of Jannah, will get something ten times more than this world up to 70 times, he will tell Allah, are you making a joke out of me? I'm the last person to enter Jannah after me, Jannah doors are closed and locked, and you're giving me something 10 times bigger than this world, if not 70 times. So the Sahaba said, Ya Rasulullah, if this is the last man to enter Jannah, then what would be the Jannah of the A'la Al-Illiyin? of Jannatul Firdaus and Jannatul Ma'wa, of those whose days and nights are dedicated to Allah. He said, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, that is Jannah, khalaqtuha biyadayya, the lower Jannahs I told the angels to make. Today, some great amazing person craft something with his hand, handmade craft, branding. It's very expensive cars, two, three million dollars. They build it with their own hand. It's not machine made. It's tailored with the hand. It's Rolls Royce and Bentley. They make everything, even the steering, is all handmade. That's why it's so expensive. Allah Ta'ala says that the other Jannahs, angels make. But the highest Jannahs, khalaqtuha biyadayya. The angels are not even allowed to enter it. 
I created it with my hands and I made it for my jannatis. And then I sealed it. No one can see it. No one knows what is in it. Only when they come, I will unlock it and show it to them. No eye has ever seen. Let alone you, even the angels never hear about it. Humanity in totality cannot even fathom the beauty of the Jannah. So they are in Jannah, mesmerized, enjoying. Look at that, look at that, what, what? And as they are in that mesmerization, in that amazing enjoyment of theirs, إِذَا نُورٌ إِنْبَسَطَتْ Whilst they are in the beauty, غُرَفٌ عَالِيَةٌ وَأَنْهَارٌ جَارِيَةٌ وَفَاكِهَةٌ They will be eating their fruit. They will be in these beautiful, amazing rooms, celestial homes. They will be, subhanAllah, drinking, eating fruit, singing girls around them, them and their wives. And whilst they are amidst this, they will see this noor, this light that will overtake the entire Jannah. And when the noor takes the Jannah, they will all look up. فَإِذَا هُوَ رَبُّ الْعَالَمِينَ It will be Allah that will pull one veil off his to say salam to the people of Jannah. When Allah Ta'ala unfolds and unveils his noor on the people of Jannah, the focus of everything will go back to Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. Everyone will forget all the enjoyments. And everyone will only be looking at the nur of Allah. And for a while of the morning, he will speak to the people of Jannah. And he will say, Salamun qawlan min rabbir rahim. Salamun qawlan min rabbir rahim. Salam from your Rabb. A salam and a peace greeting to all of you, my servants. It is said that they will be so mesmerized, they'll forget all their enjoyments in Jannah. And they will be focused only on the nur of Allah. And they'll be, subhanAllah, listening to Allah speak to them. Salamun qawlam min rabbir raheem. Then when Allah Ta'ala picks his veil up again and the nur disappears, it will take a time for them to come normal again. And when they look around, everything in Jannah which the Noor of Allah touched will be tenfold more beautiful. Their spouses' faces will change more beautiful. The birds will become more beautiful. The, the, the fruit will become everything because Allah's tajalli touched it. Everything will be enhanced. That is the meaning of salamun qawlam min rabbir rahim. Sayyidina Ayyub alayhi salatu was salam was sick and ill for 18 years. And finally Allah Ta'ala gave him shifa. And when Ayyub alayhi salam became well, he would cry. People would say, oh Ayyub, Allah Ta'ala gave you shifa, you're so well, why are you crying? He said, when I was ill and I was sick, Allah would make me salam every day. Salam ya Ayyub, how are you, oh my Ayyub? Are you okay today, my Ayyub? My salam will come directly from Allah. Since I'm well, that salam no more comes. So carry on. Salamun qawlam min rabbir rahim. But Allah says this is for the Muslimin. 
وَامْتَازُوا الْيَوْمَ أَيُّهَا الْمُجْرِمُونَ O criminals, you need to move aside. The hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, I will come on the day of Qiyamah, my house will be there, my water will be distributed, some people will claim they're Muslims, they will come. I will say, my ashab, my ummah, come. The angels will come with whips and whip them away. I will say, what is this? They said, you don't know what they done after you. You don't know what they done after you. So subhanallah, Allah says in the Quran al-Kareem, يَوْمَ يَقُولُ الْمُنَافِقُونَ وَالْمُنَافِقَاتُ لِلَّذِينَ آمَنُوا The hypocrites will say to the believers, why is it that you have nur and we are in darkness? Allah says on the day of Qiyamah we will put veils. We will pull a veil, we will pull a wall. Today they're building big, big walls. They're forcing Muslimin into limited spaces. They want to be bigger and bigger walls. Allah says we will make a wall on the day of Qiyamah. The inner part will be rahmah, barakah, mercy. The outer will be adab. They will say, in the world we live together. You remember, we were neighbors. Why are you going there and I'm going here? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will say, on the tongues of the believers, like that the ayat of Allah came. The ayat of Allah came to you. At the time you were watching your TV, we were in the masjid. When you were enjoying your bacon, we were fasting. It's not the same. Bodily, we were together. Spiritually, we were different. Oh, criminals, move aside. Did I not promise you, O oh, Ibn Adam, shaytan. I took a promise from you and I warned you against the Satan. الشيطان, don't worship the shaytan, meaning don't be obedient to him. He's an open enemy to you. And worship me. This is the, the, the true path, the straight path. Shaytan, you are any, not anyone new to him. He has misled nations before you. The people of Nuh, the people of Ad, Lut, Sayyid, or every Nabi, all of them were misguided by the same shaitan. He's the same man. It's like the big fish tell the small fish, hey little fishy. These fishermen here up there, they come and they throw little, you know, hooks, and they got some bait on them. Be careful. Don't take it. We know. We're the grandfathers of the sea. The same fishermen, you see that boat every day is there. And thousands of fish, we're not talking of now. These fishermen, their grandfathers also came. They are here every day. For the last thousand years, two thousand years. You bite that, you go straight in a frying pan. Now if that little fish doesn't listen, he's gone. Shaitan is the same fisherman there. And the same bait he's throwing from thousands of years. He's throwing for those nations, he's still throwing it now. Love of wealth, love of recognition. Love of luxuries, love of all these things. Same bait. The bait never changed. It's the same yummy little crab. He's throwing it and he caught a lot of people then. He's still catching people now. 
So subhanAllah, Allah is warning you. Allah is saying it's the same shaitan, it's the same bait he's using. Right? He has misled many, many people. Don't you understand? You swallowed shaitan? Jahannam. You're going to enter Jahannam now. Come. You're going to have to enter it now. They will come in front of Allah and I'll conclude here. The disbeliever, the ungrateful person, the mujrim, the criminal, he will come before Allah. And when Allah Ta'ala tells him, brother, you done so and so, you done this, you done this, you done this, you done this. He will deny. He will challenge Allah. He will say, I think your cam recorder was faulty. I think your batteries were flat, Allah. I think your angels don't know what they are doing. I never ever lie. I never ever make shirk. They will deny. Openly they will deny. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will say, okay, if my angels are also lying, I'm also lying, everything around is lying, then what's truthful? So they will say, only ourselves. Anything from me, I will take it. So Allah said, are you true? You mean it? He said, yes. Allah says, we'll seal their mouths. <laughs> their mouths won't be able to talk anymore. The hands will talk. And their legs will talk. In another ayat, their ears, the eyes will talk. Even their skin will talk. That means Mufti Shafi and the ulama says, Oh believer, you can be wherever you are. Everything around you is a recorder. To the effect that even if you're in your bed, under your blanket, your own hands is a video camcorder. Because on the day of Qiyamah, it's going to speak against you. If I'm in the bank and I have five cameras facing me, if I'm in a place and I see a camera, I'm on the freeway and there's two cameras, immediately it has an effect on my leg. <laughs> I reduce speeds. Oh, human being, everything. Nabi Sassan said, a person that says, La ilaha illallah, a person that gives the adhan, the, the trees and the stones around him will give testimony on his behalf. The Quran will come and give testimony on behalf. Nabi Sallallahu said, of various surahs, they will have tongues and eyes. They will stand on the side of Allah. Nabi Sallallahu said, the kalima La ilaha illallah will take a form. It will have hands, it will have a tongue, it will speak. The Kaaba will have a tongue. It will say, oh Allah, he came and made Umrah of me. Everything will become on that day a witness. Including your own limbs. So the hands will speak. And it is mentioned from the whole body, the first thing that will speak will be your thighs. And the thighs, the first thing it will speak, it will be about Zina. 
Zina is such a thing that a person is so careful of, that he is so tactful in trying to hide it, that he makes sure he wipes out his trails after him. Your own thighs will speak again to Ya Allah, he did make Zina. The thighs will speak. Then, subhanAllah, the legs will speak. I did walk. The hands will speak. No lying. Simple. Then Allah Ta'ala will open up his mouth again. Lima nataqt. Lima antaqt. Why the hell did you speak? He will, he will swear his own body. Why did you speak? Kuntu anka unadilu. I was trying to save you. You're going to burn. You, my hand, my leg, you're going to go in Jahannam and burn. Why would you give testimony against your own self? I was trying to save you. They will say, Allah gave us speech, the one that makes everything speak. We are more loyal to him than to you. So Rasulullah said, will be the disbeliever and the criminal. A believer will come to Allah, but he will not lie. He will just let go, he will cry. He will say, Oh Allah, the Prophet Allah will say, Did you do this? He will say, Yes. Did you do this? Yes. I don't want to challenge. You are Allah, you know everything. And then Allah Ta'ala will make him say a few things, then Allah will say, How I covered your bad deeds in this world, I'll cover it to this world in the year after as well. When he comes out of Hisab, humanity will not even know one sin that he made. Allah will throw so many covers over him. But that is for someone that Allah Ta'ala favors. Allah Ta'ala make us from amongst those whom Allah Ta'ala favors. I'll just finish this ayat and I conclude. We will shut their mouths. Their hands will talk. And their legs. Of what they do. وَلَوْ نَشَاءُ لَمَسَخْنَا عَلَىٰ أَعْيُنِهِمْ لَطَمَسْنَا عَلَىٰ أَعْيُنِهِمْ Allah says if we want we can snatch the eyes. فَاسْتَبَقُوا الصِّرَاطَ فَأَنَّا يُبْصِرُونَ We take the eyes, where are they going to walk? Blind. Like in the world, Allah is saying they're challenging in the world. They have so much cloud. They, subhanAllah, do so much zulam in the world. Allah says in one second we, they claim they have armies. They claim they have, subhanAllah, you know, Bombs, they claim they have this, they claim they have that, they have so much power. Allah says, if leave everything, we'll just take the eyesight away, what are they going to do? If they can't see, instantly all of them go blind, what are they going to do? All those planes and fighters and jet fighters, of what use is it when you can't see? Allah says, I can just take the eyesight, done, you're gone. One eyesight, one vein, Allah says, I twist and they are gone. That's how useless they are. وَلَوْ نَشَاءُ لَمَسَخْنَاهُمْ عَلَىٰ مَكَانَتِهِمْ فَمَا اسْتَطَاعُوا مُضِيًّا وَلَا يَرْجِعُونَ And if we wish, we can instantly transform them and disfigure them. They won't be able to take a step forth, nor a step back. See what happened in Pompeii. Pompeii is a place in Italy. Subhanallah, the people there were promiscuous, they were lewd, they would have sex acts open. They had on every corner a club. And there was a volcano near there, they never ever thought that it will erupt. Whilst these people were busy doing their acts of lewdness, 
Allah Ta'ala allowed that volcano to erupt. It erupted so bad that they were stuck in time. Till today, if you go to Pompeii, you will find there's a museum there. They have the people of Pompeii from so many hundreds of thousand years ago that whilst they were in various acts, some of them were sitting, some of them were screaming, some of them were even in sexual acts. Allah Ta'ala made that volcano ash take over them and solidified them in their form, in that action, to hold them in time, to show you today that this is how he died. Do a Google search, the images of the people of Pompeii. You'll actually see human beings stuck in certain different acts because in an instant Allah Ta'ala made that volcano turn them into stone. So you actually see them screaming, crying, fighting, doing wrong things. Allah just stuck them in time there so me and you can come afterwards and see. This is if Allah Ta'ala wants to hold you, Allah says, I can make you stuck in time. You won't be able to take a step further, nor will you be able to even go back. Allah Ta'ala can do that. Oh human being, oh human being, why are you so crazy? Why are you so subhanAllah? Ma antum bi mu'jizeen. You cannot render me Allah helpless. I have full power over you. One twitch of a nerve and you are gone. Oh human being, understand that you are helpless. And you need Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for every step in your life. You need him every day, every night. You need Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Turn to Allah. Ma Why have you distanced yourself from your Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? So inshallah with that we conclude today's session. And then next week we'll complete the last ruku of Surah Yasin inshallah.